Last year I got down to my leanest condition ever and got down to single digit body fat. But on the way down to single digits, I had to first get to 10% body fat, which is a common goal for a lot of people. So in this video, I wanna share tips that I learned from last year's cut, as well as from 15 years in the gym and coaching people to help you do the same. Number one, mindset. The first thing you want to do is get your mindset right in terms of your expectations of what is to come when cutting to 10% body fat. It's important to understand that 10% body fat is actually leaner than what a lot of people online will tell you, and you may experience negative effects such as increased hunger, sleeping less, decreased libido, and other things. I actually started to feel the negative effects of lower body fat around 12%, which many people will tell you is a body fat level that should be comfortable. But you have to remember that we are all different. Some of you will feel perfectly fine at 10% body fat, while others who aren't as naturally lean may struggle. Also keep in mind that almost no one is perfect during their cut. There's usually some point that you will get cravings and go off your diet and binge. You need to remember to not freak out about this though. It's normal and the best thing you can do is just continue on with your plan as is or eat a bit less the next day to compensate. Anything beyond that is just going to create bad habits where you eat and purge constantly and trust me, you don't want to go down that route. Another thing is to give yourself more time than you think in order to hit your goal. You will usually have more body fat to lose than you expect and you will hit a plateau or two along the way. So give yourself an extra month of time in terms of your goal. It's better to hit your goal earlier than expected than to stress out about getting lean by a certain date and wondering if you're going to make it at all. Number two, tracking your food intake and weighing yourself daily. When I cut down, I always track my food intake with an app like Fat Secret or MyFitnessPal. The reason for this is that it is very hard to know how much food you are consuming when you are just eyeballing it. We as humans tend to over and underestimate things drastically and when you are trying to make significant changes to your body, this can ruin everything. Think about this another way. If you wanted to budget your money correctly, you would track it, maybe on paper, through an app or a spreadsheet, or some other method where you could just see the data in front of you. Otherwise, just eyeballing your spending could put you in a very bad spot of spending way too much. As they say, what isn't measured isn't managed. And the same goes for weighing yourself. When I cut down, I weigh myself daily in the exact same condition every day. In the morning, right after the morning pee, in my underwear. <laughs> The reason for doing this isn't to be OCD about your weight, but instead to get an average of your weight over time. This will allow you to more accurately assess what is going on with your body and not freak out if your weight spikes a couple pounds one day due to holding more water or food content in your stomach. You can clearly see if your weight is trending downward or up over time and not worry about any one specific day. Getting down to 10% body fat without tracking food and your weight will be very difficult for most people, if not impossible. Make the process easier on yourself by doing the measuring. Number three, managing hunger signals. As mentioned previously, Obviously, you're gonna be hungry at some point. And in my opinion, dieting simply comes down to managing your hunger signals. Think about it, if you were never hungry, cutting would be very easy. The hard part of a diet is when you're hungry or craving something. If you're not hungry, things are pretty simple to stick to. But we can't magically make ourselves not hungry without using drugs of some kind that can be very unsafe in some scenarios. So we'll have to use some other methods to manage hunger. Now, some of the ones I like to use are water, fruit, fiber, vegetables, gum, carbonated drinks, and low carbs. With water, it's important to stay hydrated and be drinking water throughout the day. This is a very cliche tip at this point, but you'll notice that sometimes you're not even hungry, you're just thirsty. Fruit is another one that can be more impactful than you'd think. The sugar in fruit can help fill liver glycogen, which in turn blunts hunger for a bit. Something like having a banana or an apple can buy me a couple hours of feeling hunger-free at times. The fiber in these foods can also help because fiber slows digestion and helps control blood sugar levels. I've even taken a dose of sugar-free Metamucil at times when I was hungry, and that was enough to blunt hunger for a couple of hours. Definitely make sure that you are getting enough fiber though overall. Getting enough fiber is critical for your health, but also having a successful diet. Eating a good amount of greens and cruciferous vegetables with each meal also works wonders for filling you up and reducing cravings. I usually have a salad with every meal when I'm cutting. Chewing gum is another trick I like to use when hungry. 
The people of India are going crazy that President Obama was constantly chewing gum. Chewing a piece of gum will often trick your brain into turning off hunger for a bit, and brushing your teeth actually helps some people as well, but I personally like chewing gum more so. Another good one is carbonated drinks like sparkling water or diet soda. The carbonation from these drinks can help fill you up more than other liquids, and the flavor can also help get rid of sweet cravings. A word of advice though, rinse your mouth with water thoroughly after drinking diet soda. Even though they are sugar-free, the acidity is still a threat to your teeth. Number four, low carbs. Low carbs are another way of managing hunger, but I wanted to give this strategy its own section because there has always been a lot of talk about how low carbs are magical for losing fat, but there's a bit of BS and truth wrapped into that. The BS part of it is that there is nothing magical about low carbs versus eating carbs. The only thing that matters is that you are in a caloric deficit, carbs are not. However, the helpful part about low carbs when cutting to low levels of body fat is that you may feel less hunger and cravings overall. I noticed that when I eat carbs, I want to eat more of them. Carbs just tend to beget carbs and I will usually have more sugar cravings as well. When I eat low carb, I don't feel as good in terms of my performance, but my hunger stays in check way better. I don't crave sugar nearly as much and I can go hours without eating. Low carbs may or may not be a good strategy for you to manage hunger, but it's something to consider. Outside of managing hunger, there's nothing magical about it though. Number five, caffeine and fat burners. Caffeine is another way to manage hunger on a cut and people always ask about fat burners. So again, I felt these deserve their own section. When cutting last year, I used caffeine daily for the appetite suppression effects and energy boost. My gym sessions were always great with a bit of caffeine in me and I could go hours without feeling hungry. However, in the last few months, I started having some heart palpitations and felt better off of the caffeine. So I haven't been using it lately. Everyone will differ here, but do realize that it is a very good appetite suppressant with even 100 to 200 milligrams of it. I never had much more than that per day though, and I know some people will think that's very low, but I'm pretty sensitive to stimulants. Now you can diet to 10% body fat without caffeine just fine, but it does help if you can tolerate it, but that's completely up to your body and your health history, and some people won't be able to tolerate caffeine at all. So I'd talk to your doctor about it. I don't recommend it either way. I'm just sharing my experience. With fat burners, I never recommend them. I see people asking about these a lot and I'd say that they're mostly a waste of money aside from making you jittery and making your heart race. Just save your money and focus on the food and training. It's all you need. Number six, don't eat too little. A big mistake people make when trying to get lean is eating too little. In my video on how I got shredded, I played around with different strategies where I ate very low calories at times and it definitely worked to help me lose fat quickly, but the rebound hunger was a problem. When I had cravings, they were intense. And when I binged, I ate everything. This is because when you are eating very low calories, your body thinks it's starving to death, which increases signals in the body that makes you want to eat more in order to survive. So while a bigger calorie deficit may help you lose fat faster on paper, you either lose less in the long run or you gain it right back due to the binging. Instead, find a place where you are eating the most food possible while still losing fat. In other words, only reduce your calories to the point where you are losing a pound to a pound and a half per week maximum. This is plenty and especially true once you get under 20% body fat and you're getting closer to 10%. Now, unless you have a substantial amount of body fat to lose, two pounds or more per week is going to be too intense on your body and you're setting yourself up to rebound right back up in weight. Number seven, refeeds. Now, I personally don't do great on diets where I just eat the same amount every day for months on end. I need a day or two per week where I can eat more food and feel better both physically and mentally. This is where high carb refeeds come into play. Generally, what you want to do on a day like this is lower your fat intake, but boost your carb intake drastically. The science around this gets more nuanced, but you are going to give your mind a break and allow yourself to eat more while also feeling stronger in the gym from the calories 
and glycogen boost. I found refeeds to be even more important as I got under 15% body fat. The leaner you are, the more often you should refeed. When I was getting close to 10% body fat, I was doing one 6,000 calorie refeed per week, but most should do a refeed by adding 500 to 800 calories to your normal diet day and in the form of carbs. Keep in mind that my 6,000 calorie day was factored into my overall calorie intake for the week. So I was still in a calorie deficit for the week overall. I was just eating high calories for that single day. Another good tip is to plan a heavy workout the day after your refeed. I like to do a lighter workout on the day of my refeed and then do a heavier workout the day after to take advantage of feeling strong. This works great for maintaining your strength and muscle mass while on a cut. Refeeds are good at help keeping you sane and will give you something to look forward to each week, especially as you get closer to 10% body fat. If you aren't sure when to implement them, try doing a refeed when you're feeling a bit run down or like you've hit a fat loss plateau after several weeks. I wouldn't go longer than two to three weeks without one though, and even less time between refeeds if you're under 15% body fat. Number eight, cardio and lifting. With the workout aspect of your cut, lifting and aiming to maintain your strength in the gym should be your number one priority before cardio. It is critical to maintain the muscle you have worked hard to build, and this becomes especially important as you get closer to 10% body fat. Too many people will do hours of cardio and not emphasize lifting heavy in the gym, which just leads to losing muscle and a bad look where you just look like a shriveled up version of your larger self. To get the lean and muscular look, you need muscle. So make lifting weights your first priority, and when you are in the gym, look to maintain your strength levels that you had before your cut. Remember that things like higher reps to get lean and all these weird things that you hear are just BS. With cardio, I simply stuck to walking and aiming for 10 to 12,000 steps per day during my last cut, and this is really all you need. Remember that during a cut, your ability to recover is reduced due to lower calories, and recovery in general gets harder as you get closer to 10% body fat and below. Because of this, it's not a good idea to do a bunch of cardio because it's just more stress on the body and it elevates cortisol levels which makes burning fat harder and water retention go up. Only do high intensity cardio if you really enjoy it or it's a part of a hobby like martial arts. Otherwise walking will be plenty to get down to 10% body fat along with manipulating your food intake and lifting. Number nine, dial in your sleep. One of the biggest issues people have when getting lean is getting enough sleep. Sleep brings everything together and can accelerate your results drastically if you're getting enough of it but if you aren't then everything suffers. For example my performance in the gym would always tank on a bad night of sleep which meant less ability to lift heavy and maintain muscle, and my cravings and hunger would always shoot up after a bad night's sleep. To counter this, I supplemented with oral magnesium and melatonin before bed. Another thing you can do is plan to eat some carbs before bed as they release serotonin and can help you sleep. Now as a side note on melatonin, I only took a half milligram, and that was plenty to knock me out. People take way too much melatonin on average, and it reaches a point of diminishing returns after a certain amount, and can actually make sleep worse. So if you can get by on lower doses first, do that. But overall, with anything, any of these supplements like magnesium, melatonin, caffeine, all that stuff, talk to your doctor first because I don't know your body and what your body can handle. Number 10, stay busy. During my last cut, I had numerous business and home projects I was working on which kept me very busy and that helped tremendously with managing my hunger. It's much easier to be hungry and want to binge when you're just sitting around bored or watching TV. And I knew a guy personally who was getting his PhD who said his best cut for a bodybuilding show was during his final year when his work load was at its highest. He said he rarely thought about food and just hit his calorie goals for the day without thinking about it much otherwise. I can't stress how helpful this is for cutting down to 10% body fat and below. Stay active and keep your schedule busy and your cut will be much easier. You will also gain the added benefit of more movement and steps throughout the day, which increases your passive calorie burning throughout the day. And if you didn't know, we actually burn the majority of our calories through movement throughout the day, so it makes a drastic difference in fat loss overall. And hopefully you got some value out of this video. Before you go, make sure you check the links down in the description below to see some of the things I have to offer and make sure you watch this video next and I will see you in the next one.